The college football experience Army Black Knight season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over/under game. Just head to sleeper.com/sgp on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars at sleeper.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download and it is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome to the college football experience. Army black Knights, 2022 season preview. Whoo. My name is Kobe swinging database dad, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> that's right. And if you've been listening to us in years past, we've made a lot of cash on the army black Knights. Love what Jeff Munkin's doing there. And this guy, I know he appreciates him almost as much as anybody. Give it up for my co-host, former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating sideline kiss, stealing, wheeling and dealing Patty C in the place to be. Hi. This is almost shameful because you're playing the Top Gun theme song. That's not Top Gun. Oh, that's Days of Thunder. Sorry, <laughs> forgetting my identical Tom Cruise uh, movies from that era. Um, yes, okay, that's that's forgiven. There you go. Them. See, see, I'm not playing Top Gun. I'm not, I'm not trying to offend them. There you go. Well done. I, I, my apologies. The I, troops. The troops. The and let, let me. Uh, what branch in the military? You can't really say which branch is best, but I feel like the army maybe gets less respect than they deserve. Mm. You know, I feel like the Navy gets a little glorified. They get to wear the whites, you mm. know, they, they, mm. they think they're the hot shots, you know, and the army is, you know, the boots on the ground. I, I love our army and I love their football team and speaking their style on the football field is boots on the ground as well. And I love what Jeff Monken's doing and what he's built this, this, you know, uh, this program into Patty C. What if I told you in five of the past six years, army has been a bowl eligible team and pretty fucking good eight and five, 10 and three, 11 and two, then a five and eight clunker, but bounce back nine and three, then nine and four. They're also four and one in those bowl games, including a win against all oh, the almighty sec couldn't handle the triple option <laughs> with Missouri taking an L. Uh, to 
Jeff Munkin in the Army Black year. Knights. Really on a short notice uh, for the West Virginia game in the COVID year. Yeah, they Ma- would have. They came mighty close to, to winning that thing. They had that lead, I want to yeah. say. Most of the game. Yeah. I feel like most of yeah. the game two years ago when uh, West Virginia ended up coming back and finding a way to get that dub. Uh, meanwhile, West Virginia had been preparing the whole bowl season for that game while army's, you know, yeah. at home, not practicing and army signs up yeah. for it and takes it in, in like two days notice and still almost gets the win against a, a decent West Virginia team. Impressive. Yeah. I, I love what, what Jeff Munkins turned this program into. We've long lobbied for a long time that a lot more teams need to be running the triple option It is beautiful football. It's football. It's uh, it's it's that's football. I mean, that's to put f- it, yeah. to put it in perspective uh, in the previous 19 years before his arrival, one winning season, 18 mm. losing mm. seasons. And here he comes out uh, after he gets it started uh, two year, two rough years, getting it started, but then boom, uh, what one, two, three, four, five, Eight plus win seasons in the last six years. That's what I'm saying. Got to give it up to Jeff Monk. And I think he's one of the best coaches in America. And that's funny when you see these coaching lists that come out. <laughs> the TMZ side of, you know, the TMZ shit that goes on, you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do not, I, I do not believe if you put Mario Cristobal at Army, they would be winning. Not a chance. Yeah. He is a better coach than a lot of coaches that they they put on these lists. Not to mention, yeah. if you took Jeff Munkin and put him on at almost any job in the country, they would be nasty. Yeah, and we've seen him do that. In fact, when uh, he was at Georgia Southern, do I need to say ten and five, eleven and three, ten and four, seven and four? He never had a losing season there. Thirty-eight and sixteen at Georgia Southern. Three FCS playoff appearances. I mean, come on, like I, I really, I, I challenge athletic directors out there. Find me a better coach than the, the you're, you're like, okay, we know that Nick Saban's fantastic and all these other coaches are fantastic. There's probably about five or 10 that I would say you can, you, okay. I'll, I'll agree with you, but there's so many schools out there that refuse to, to look at these triple option coaches, Troy Calhoun at air force, Ken Niamatololo at Navy and Jeff Munkin, whereas you put them at, at an institution in those conferences, you put them at Vanderbilt, you put them at uh, wherever we saw Paul Johnson at Georgia tech, two orange bowls, uh, several winning seasons. Uh, some of their best seasons, you know, since John fucking Heisman, uh, th- this is a no brainer to me. Uh, and I, I don't understand why we wouldn't, we wouldn't have more triple option coaches, but regardless, let's talk army black Knights. Uh, their, their 22 season, because I mean, look, the continuity is there. I mean, you want to talk about doing uh, more with less. Let me make sure I have everything lined up here. Recruiting rank, ranking wise, this team over the last five years has gone uh, 117, 108, 116, 124, and 175. And that's no slight on his recruiting ability. It's just impossible to recruit to army because you're committing to be in the American military. Yeah. And they still win that many games, which is unbelievable. Um, yeah. I, I think, I just think they're, uh, they're amazing. I, I can't, they're must watch TV every, every week for me. Um, so, I mean, some of their big games, what have they done? You, did you I already mean, what they, yeah, let's, let's rattle some off. Let's, let's go. Uh, look, the last time they played in Norman, Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley just a few years ago, they took them to overtime. Jim Harbaugh at the big house in Michigan took them to overtime. 
I believe they played Wisconsin last year and it was a, I believe 20 to 14. Let me double check. Yeah. 20 to 14. So they lost by six in Madison hung 70 on Houston. Yeah. Beat Missouri last year in the sec uh, beat Western Kentucky who played for the conference USA championship. Uh, they beat whooped Georgia state. That was a bowl eligible team. They beat a 10 win uh, mountain West air force team last year. Yeah. Uh, they beat uh, I'm telling you, this guy does an incredible job. He is a very, very underrated coach. And you know, what's really most impressive about him. What's that? He gets dudes that look like straight, like potentially pro football players. And we'll get to uh, one guy on his roster that very likely will be a foot uh, first. I mean, maybe a first rounder he's being projected at. We'll get to that. He's cranking out actual beat Liberty last year. Liberty, you know, had Malik Willis. Everyone was high on him. He went to the Tennessee Titans. He has just been very, very impressive. Uh, they beat Duke not that long ago. I don't know if that's that impressive. San Diego State. Um, that's impressive. Yeah, I mean that was in seventeen, but still, that's a nice win for yeah. for the for the program. Uh, I mean Temple. I mean teams that that were that should be beating them and, and they're not. And that's because he's that good of a fucking I don't know about temple, but (laughs) I'm just saying temples in the AAC, AAC has a recruiting advantage over in the middle of Philadelphia. Yeah, that's true. Um, So let's get to this. I mean, like I said, continuity is a big, big thing. Uh, Brent Davis is back at offensive coordinator. It's year eight for Brent Davis. And uh, you know, this offense is fine tuned. This thing is rolling. 32nd best scoring offense in the nation. Second best rushing offense only to Air Force that was number 1, the Air Force Falcons and Troy Calhoun. Uh now 129th in passing, but you got to know that with a triple option offense that's what's going to happen. And he run he passes the ball pretty much less than any service academy. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. He loves the ground game. 83rd and overall in total offense, but you got to remember they bleed the clock. So that's kind of confusing to, from a stats point of view. They're not going to put up as many yards because the clock, the game is going to be shorter. So uh, I, I think just, just this offense should continue to roll. Now the question is at quarterback where they kind of plug and play. Uh, I'm seeing it's going to be Tahir Tyler. If I'm pronouncing that name correct, I'm not sure. Could be Cade Ballard. They're battling for the spot. You know, Army. They kind of even in years past when they've had you know a starting quarterback all year, they still seem to get them dinged up because they run the ball so much. So they kind of run three, four different quarterbacks throughout the season. Are the, we worried about Ty here, Tyler at five eight one eighty five getting banged up potentially? Probably, but they they got Cade Ballard. That's one where like the backup quarterback. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah. bother me that much when you go to from one to two. Yeah, doesn't really bother. I mean, me I much. think reps really do matter in in the offense, but uh, he prepares them really well, and it doesn't really seem to affect them that much. You're right. And uh, I think one of the biggest news in the offseason, and this guy has jumped off. I haven't, I haven't remembered an uh, an offensive player this explosive at Army, or maybe even at a service academy. I know the Blaine Morgan and Bo Morgan at Air Force back in the day were pretty exciting, but Tyrell Robinson. Yeah. Jumps off screen. That's what I meant when I say that's one guy that you look at and they're like that. That's a that's maybe a what ACC SEC running back. Yeah, he he jumps off screen when you watch them, and he was actually in the transfer portal. uh, Didn't land. uh, Didn't so he's back. He's coming back to West Point, and I what a great get because I think he is going to be fantastic with them, and he's a he's a dynamic player, which you don't always see him at the service academies. He is back. 
fullback Jacoby Buchanan. Eight and a half yards per rush for him. For who? For Tyrell Robinson. So yeah, Tyrell Robinson. And then fullback J- Jacoby Buchanan is a is a damn good player He's a as mule. well. Twelve touchdowns for him. Yeah, twelve touchdowns for Jacoby Buchanan. He is back and the offense should be rolling. Three of five offensive linemen are back, which is always, you know, key. Now you're you're losing two, but at least you're still bringing back three. I think that I think they're going to be put up similar stats offensively. I really believe that. Um, defensively, Nate Woody, the defensive coordinator, had a great first year at defense coordinator, year one, and uh, they were the thirty third best scoring defense in the nation. He had been a defensive analyst from Michigan, and prior to that, the defensive coordinator at Georgia Tech. Prior to that, defensive coordinator at App State and yeah. Wofford. So he's a got a lot, lot of winning winning history there. Yeah. A lot of pedigree there. Uh, they have the they, last year they had the 16th best rushing defense in the nation. They had the 39th best passing defense in the nation, charting overall as the 15th best defense in the nation. Shout out! This is incredible. It's really incredible. Now the here's the bad news: they only bring five starters back on defense, which is normally a bit of a red flag. Yeah, that normally you want to have better numbers than that. Uh, However. Yes, Andre One of those Carter. Five. Yeah, <laughs> is Andre Carter, and what did he do last year, Patty C? Uh, well, he only set he only set the the independent co- college football world on fire. I would yeah. say single season yeah. sack record for Army with fifteen and a half. Fifteen and a half sacks, people. Andre Carter, get to know the name because the guy's a beast. He's projected what? What do you say, Patty C? First round? Yeah, I'm some NFL first, mocks. Second round, which would be make him the highest. Drafted player from Army since 1998. Yeah, and and look, he's the only he's the lone linebacker coming back, which is concerning. But hey, they're bringing two of three back on the defensive line, led by nose tackle Chris Frey, who I think I think that's a, a nice sign there. And then obviously bringing Carter back, and then two of four are back in the secondary, led by corner Jabari Moore, who's a pretty darn good corner for them. I think the defense should take a hit, but I don't know, man, with Andre Carter and Frey and you, once they get this program rolling, I feel like the more so than other s- schools, yeah. the drop, the drop off because well, they're, they're juniors, they're, they're committed. seniors, they're you senior, know, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Those are dudes that put in the time and guess what? You don't have dudes that are just falling off. Everyone's in the weight room eating healthy. You're in the army, you know, yeah. you're, you're taking care of yourself. You have to, I mean, it just, uh, I expect a lot of the same. And I think Jeff Munkin just doing such an incredible job, 96 and 59 overall yeah. uh, as a head coach. Talk and, about a match between, you know, culture and, you know, the coach. Yeah. Yeah. And they're independent. So like scheduling is a little trickier. Like we know we, we just did the air force preview. Troy Calhoun did a fan, does a fantastic job. And I think it's actually a little harder because he's in the mountain West and you put familiar Absolutely. opponents, but still Munkin right there. Uh, where would you put Munkin right there with Niamatololo? Do you think you give Munkin the edge there? Right now, certainly Munkin. Yeah. I mean, um, Niamatololo beat him, and yeah, I mean that's I think though you know one of my favorite games every single year is uh is is the Army Navy game. The series is currently uh Navy leading fifty eight to fifty three after that huge long win streak of what fifteen games there. Army finally snapped it a few years back under Munkin, but. Uh, Navy's won two of the last three. So, Hey, the big, big opportunity for them this year. And, uh, and let's get to it, man, because we want to go game by game and take a look. The Las Vegas is saying Jeff Monken is the over unders at eight. So they're basically saying another bowl will happen for Jeff Monken. 
Uh, I actually think the schedule's a little harder this year than years past. And and they might have there's not the Wisconsin or Oklahoma or Michigan. They don't have that that type of power there, but I think it's deeper. Like the teams they play uh, and we'll get to it. I'm not going to lie and say I'm super impressed with army schedule or that that's been their most impressive thing. I agree. It's the weakest of the service academies because they're not in a conference. You don't get continuity. Yeah. It's harder to beat certain teams year after year. It's true. But this year, like how many 10 win teams do we say one, two, three, four, four, 10 win teams on the schedule. That's tough from a season ago. That's no joke. Uh, let's hop into it, man. Week one. I can't wait to watch this game. I really can't because it's two different styles of option football. You have army uh, traveling down to Brooks stadium, Conway, South Carolina to take on Grayson McCall and the coastal Carolina shot declares. Yeah, this is essentially old school option against new school yeah. option. Yeah. yeah. And it should be fantastic to watch. I got them losing this one though, Patty C. Cause I think bring it back. Grayson McCall, bring it back. Te- uh, Teddy Gallagher, that stud linebacker and Jamie Chadwell staying down there in Conway. Um, I, I think uh, Coastal is is uh, going to win this one. Grayson McCall being there is a huge factor, but you'd be crazy to say that Coastal is going to run away with this one. No, I think but ha- I think Coastal will win this game. Yeah, I think I, I'm leaning. If this Coastal. was in West Point, maybe I'd be leaning yeah. Army, but uh, I think with it being down there on that teal turf. I mean, Coastal last year, eleven and two. The year before that, they were what? Eleven uh, and one. Eleven and right? one. Yeah. 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 Or twelve and one. Yeah. Uh, so I mean they've they they've been fired for two straight years and the the trigger man McCall is there again they get the home field advantage you kind of got to lean coastal on that one. Then week two, unfortunately, they come back home and it does not get any easier because Jeff Trailers, red hot UTSA Roadrunners, fresh off of a uh, an eleven and one se- regular a twelve and one regular season. If you want to add in the conference USA championship game, oh man. I, I don't think they win this either. I think as the UTSA returns a ton. Mm. I think they're going to go zero and two to start the season. Ooh, I mean, I, I wonder if that's ever happened for a uh, Munkin yet. Maybe early in his early tenure. in his tenure, probably. Um, what are you doing here, Patty C? <sighs> I mean, I think that he wins out of those two games, point point eight, <laughs> but. If I had to choose whether that was going to be one and one or zero oh and two, I kind of want to lean one and one. I'm I'm not going to lie. Wow, uh, it doesn't get any easier. By the way, it's five ten win seasons on the schedule because their FCS opponent, which they have two, well, one of them is a really good FCS opponent that actually I think what you got to go back to two years ago they beat Temple in mm. at Temple. And that is the villain of a wildcats. They made the FCS playoffs a year ago. They, they keep a good, a good program, whether yeah. it's Brian Westbrook, whether it's Howie Long. You can go back. They keep a good football program. They could program come up there. to any group of five team or a conference and probably be at least five hundred at this point. Yeah, I think they're they're kind of a blue blood in the FCS. Now I'm gonna give this one to Army, but do I expect a a fight? I would not be surprised if I if in the fourth quarter this game is 24-21. And and Villanova's got a chance to get the dub. Yeah, I'm taking Army, but watch out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. That's a tough, tough uh, matchup for them. Uh, so on that regard, I, I appreciate their scheduling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The first three opponents all won ten games last year. Yeah, can't, or can't, more. Nothing to sneeze at there. 
then they take on an eight, they get a bye week, but then they take on eight win Georgia state. Now they whooped Georgia state last year, week one in Atlanta. So I'm sure Sean Elliott's probably circling this one, wanting a revenge. Yeah, wanting revenge and getting revenge are two different stories. But I think Georgia State's pretty good. They, they, you know, their problem last year is they started the wrong quarterback. I think it's a dangerous game for Army. I would not at all be surprised if they lost this one. But I'm taking Army to win this one. You know, I'll say this: I'll go with you at two and two through four games, though. Yeah, because that's a tough stretch. That is. I mean, ten. Th- what? Three double-digit win seasons last year, and then an eight-win Georgia State team that almost beat Auburn at Auburn. Yeah, that's tough. So then it, it doesn't get any easier because the next opponent is on the road uh, in Winston-Salem, and what was one of the most fun games of the year last and year. And they won double-digit games last year. Oh yeah, Wake is so legit. Their first five games. Let me get this straight, Patty C. You're playing four double digit win seasons or teams from a year ago and, and then an eight, eight in an eight and five or an eight and six win team <laughs> in Georgia State. All right. Eight Calm down, Army. And now I have to eat my words from just two minutes ago about scheduling being a weak point because the first half of their schedule is absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal. I got them losing at Wake. Yeah. Two and three. Wow. So two and three to start the season. Um and the over under we said was it. Eight. Eight. Okay. Flat eight. Then they get the Colgate Raiders, who were just five and six in the FCS a year ago. Now this they will win. Yeah. They will win. But didn't Colgate bite Jam you won you a couple years ago? You keep your mouth shut. Watch out for the Raiders. No, uh, so I got them evening things up three and three. But Colgate's in uh New York, right? I think so. A little local flavor here. But here's the thing. And this is what I mean by the schedule being a little trickier. ULM so I got them three and three. You got them at three and three, correct? Right? Uh, yeah. ULM was four and eight last year after come after being what winless the year before, right? Bowden kind of turned a corner. I thought late in the season. Now I know they lost five their last five. And you know who else they lost? Rich Rodriguez. True. I think that's a but pretty. They still big got loss. his son. Still got his son there. <laughs> and look, Rich Rod wasn't with them when when Bowden was at Akron. That's true. Bowden's a good coach. Bowden's not- a good coach. And if you look at their final three games, look. Louisiana, which was really great with Billy Napier, they lost by five, 21 16. At and that was at Louisiana. They were also at LSU. They lost by thirteen. Pretty good performance. Oh, no, they they definitely right? impressed last year. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and they beat this is a team that upset Liberty. ULM upset Liberty last year. That was year one. So my argument is this. I think some of these teams that they look like for sure wins. I think ULM is going to be a lot better this year. Yeah. I really do. The system, the culture year two, I think they're going to be a hard now, now I'm still taking army to win this game, Absolutely, but I would not be surprised if ULM won this game. If they beat Liberty last year, they they could up, they could pull the upset here in West point. I would be surprised, but you're right. It, it would be, it wouldn't be an absolute shocker. So I got them moving to f- what? Four and three. They're yeah. four and three, and then they get that game down there in Arlington, Texas. Wish this was outdoors. They played at that stupid fucking dome. <laughs> they got right? this one against the, yeah. the Air Force Falcons. I mean, I guess what the uh, Texas loves their military, you know, and I know that they're. But I'm playing guessing. at that the, the, where the the XFL team was playing their games. The Alamo Dome? No, Dallas team was playing it at the the Texas Rangers old stadium. Okay. Just don't play in Texas at all. Just play this at home and home. Yeah, that's yeah. true. West Point and Colorado Springs. Sign me up. Um, 
it's probably a recruiting thing for both of them. But Let's this get is, into Texas yeah. and get some some yeah. country boys. But this is another ten win se- t- ten win team they're playing. Patty C. I bet Texas as a state, sorry, has as much gun experience as the Army themselves. <laughs> Uh, no, but look, dude, this is another 10 win seat, 10 win team from a year ago. Now army got the best of air force uh, uh, last year in overtime, but this is like a 50, 50 game. Yeah. I mean, I would actually favor air force in this. I one. think I'm taking air force too, yeah. right? That puts it at four losses. So four and four, right? Yeah. Uh, four and four. Correct. At yeah. that point. Yeah. Then they are at Troy. And I actually think Troy, who was five and seven a year ago, I think they're going to be a lot better this year. I like the coach they brought in. Now, I, 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 I'll, I'll even, I'll even hear out the, the, uh, the army win here. But I think it's a dangerous game on the road at Troy. Let's let's go back here and see what Army did in some of these games last year. I mean, again, at Wisconsin, a loss by six. Now. Uh, they did lose to Ball State, so that's what I mean. All though. of these games, like the ULM game, ULM is is pretty much close to what Ball State is to me. Uh, Troy, I actually think is a better program than ball state. So I think a game at Troy, I'm sorry. I think I look, I'll say this. They beat Troy by two touchdowns. I don't think so. I think Troy's going to be good this year. Um, I think you're just uh, completely ignoring what army has accomplished over the last five, six years. Well, how about this? Yeah. They play Yukon on Saturday, November 19th. Now Yukon, a project for sure. But the fact that UConn gets them on November nineteenth, would they will they have turned that corner then? I don't know. I'm going to take Army to win that game. Yeah, but I I, I still think it's a bad. It, I would have loved to seen this schedule with UConn and UMass on the front end. On the back end, Don Brown is the so UMass and and, and Don Brown's the the next week, and that's at UMass. Um, I'm going to take Army to win that, but but I wouldn't shock me by that point. Had those te- if those teams start to turn the corner, yeah. I mean, look, it a lot of it that that backfield depending on uh, Tyhear Tyler's. Uh, I mean, last year uh, a solid three completions out of seven attempts for what seventy nine yards, but uh, four hundred eighty six rushing yards. So he is he's gotten some reps. I think that based on the other talent that they have, I think they're going to be really good again. But I think their schedule's hard. But a, a game like this, I just think while they can get bitten, they've proven that. I think most of these games they're going to smack the other teams around. So and it, when I see it, like the likes of a Colgate or what were some of the other ones we had? Well, Colgate's the one like yeah. that stands out as a for sure win. I actually think every other game, let me, especially let me when they get UConn and UMass, it wouldn't shock me if every other game's a game between Villanova, Georgia State, Colgate, ULM, Troy, UConn, and UMass. I expect them to win all but one or two of those by multiple touchdowns. They, uh, they had as, a, you're not as bullish. Well, it's because of where they catch them. To me, like I think UConn and UMass will be like I think UConn and UMass will probably be complete dog shit in September. Yeah, but by December or, or late November, well, uh, I uh, think they might be. Mora did amazing things in the transfer portal so far. So they may. And Don Brown did did a great job at UMass year year one. Uh, or not year one, his first tenure is what I mean. Yeah. Um, I'm still taking them to beat UConn and UMass, but I don't expect them to be like routes by 30 points. More competitive. Yeah, games. I think it's going to be a close game. Then you got the 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 big one, uh, December 10th, Saturday, December 10th against uh, the, I think one of the best rivalries in all of sports, Army Navy. I would lean Army in that, 
but I, I, I lean army for the revenge. Yeah. They lost last year. I think they get it this year, but check this out. So, so what would you put that record at? Like seven and a half wins. That's see, I think, I think you play the under here Yeah, I as much it. as I want to, as much as I want to say it, like, I mean, I would love to see army go undefeated. I look, I would be very happy with that, but I think you, you, you take the under here because what are the odds of them really going nine and three? I, I I think I see three for sure losses. Well, at coastal at wake and against air force. I don't think or Navy. I mean, I feel like there's, they're not going to go two and oh in the stretch, right? Yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna, there's some 50, 50 games in there that, and we're not even counting UTSA. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like you're not even or, or Georgia state, you know, like if everything breaks right for them, then what's the, what's their ceiling this year? They're they're nine going, and three would be their ceiling. Nah, I could see them going four. 10 and two. I could really? see them going 10 and two. Yeah, I could, uh, I think it's too hard of a schedule. I think ULM's better. I think Troy's going to be better I'm this saying year. If everything broke right for yeah. them. They're, they're going to lose a couple of those. They have enough 50, 50 games in there. Dude. I think most of these are 50, 50 or like, I think you're sleeping on what they've done lately. Uh, I'm I'm riding the under, and I think it might even be lockworthy. It's definitely not lockworthy, but I'll roll with you on the under. Look, I love Munkin. He'll get them bowling. All you got to do is win six. <laughs> yeah, he all will, you got to do is win six. He He'll will get them bowling. At least that, and you know what? My opinion may change as we get closer to season time in favor of Army, just because ooh, it's ooh. tough to ignore it. I mean, let's rattle it off again. Last one, two, three, four, five, six years have included an eight win, two nine wins. A ten and an eleven win season, one five and eight clunker. In I think this schedule is harder though. We talk about it in college football all the time. Scheduling matters. Yeah. Right. Last year they played. They had UConn on the schedule. UConn's was awful. I think UConn's going to be a lot better under Jim Mora. Right. They also had Miami, Ohio, and Ball State. They also had two bye weeks. They also had UMass and Bucknell. Right. I think this year's schedule is a harder schedule than last year. Marginally, but they also won nine games last year. I guess you have what? Is, what is? What do you think they'll go? You think six and six or, or seven and five? I would say seven and five is seven and five or eight and four. I think Vegas has it about right. I when I went through, I said seven and five. When I went through, like the first time I looked at it, I said they're going to go seven and five. So yeah, I, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you, you may be right there. Either way, I think the under is the play because it's going to be hard to get to nine. It's going to be hard to get to nine. I'm rooting for you though. Black Knights. All right, folks, subscribe to the college football experience because we're breaking down all 131 teams in the land. Yes. Maybe you're an air force man. Maybe you're a Navy fan. Just listen to the service academies. We're going to have you covered. We already recorded our air force one Navy's coming, but also you, maybe you have an other college football teams. Maybe, uh, maybe you're a Syracuse fan. I don't know. Maybe you're a, uh, a Rutgers fan. We got you covered a solo podcast for all 131 teams. We'll touch on the over and under and what you should be betting. But also we're just football junkies. We love breaking down thing and forecasting what their season will look like for each and every team in the land. We'll also have an FCS preview too. So if you're a Virginia military fan or the Citadel, we got you covered. Or maybe you're just like, Hey, North Dakota state's a dynasty. Let me watch a dynasty. We got you covered on the college football experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. Um, and also give us a five-star review on iTunes or, uh, or Spotify. And if you do that, take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D and I'll send you a college football experience t-shirt. How about that? That's a deal. Oh, for Those things are fresh. Look at that logo for yeah, those of you look on at YouTube. that logo. You know, you yeah. want to rock and that. you should be watching on YouTube. Cause we're going to, like I said, all 131 episodes on YouTube. 
Subscribe to the College Football Experience. You can see these gorgeous faces. Yes. 131 times. Yes, 131 more than that. But yes, <laughs> we're uh, trying to attract them. Maybe yes, we shouldn't yeah, tell man, them. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, we're gonna wear uh, masks for you. <laughs> Uh, give me my Nixon mask, Patty C. There you go. Uh, no, subscribe <laughs> to the College Football Experience. Also, give it a follow on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Give Patty C a follow uh, on Twitter at Patty C831. And once again, I'm on Twitter at D Colby D. Give us all a follow. NC Nick as well at NC underscore NICK. We host the College Football Experience. We also host the College Basketball Experience. And you better believe we got you covered when it comes to Service Academy basketball or all college basketball. We talk college basketball year round, we talk college football year round. Subscribe to both. We also host the USFL gambling podcast. Maybe you're listening right now and saying, Hey, what the hell's going on? USFL. I don't know. Maybe it's over. Maybe it's not, but listen, I think you'll enjoy it as the season heats up. We also, uh, you know, subscribe to the sports gambling podcast, get that SGPN app. It's free to download in, in the app store and Google play store. Get access to all of our content. Check all that stuff out folks. All right. And uh, what else, Patty? So you want to say anything else? Um, Look, I think we should do. Uh, I, now you were talking about that earlier. I want to go through and rank all the service academies down to the VMIs and the well, Citadel. I mean, the Citadel. Citadel. Don't, don't sleep on the there? Citadel. There's, there's got to be there's some other a lot stuff. out there. We got you covered. There's like the New Mexico, New Mexico Military Institute. There you yeah. go. Military football, baby. We're shout into out. It. I love those guys, man. And and cheers and shout out to all the service academies and, and especially you know all these people uh, that that uh, you know. This is more than just college football yeah. for these and for look, these schools. So. I want to be real for a second. The the it can get a little cheesy sometimes. The people saluting the service academies, yada yada yada. It's like going through the motions a little bit, but legit. You know, I, I love when you think about what they're doing, man. we love you guys. Uh, Air Force, the Air Force baseball coach said it best, saying like these, these the next thing that this is these seniors are done. Next thing you know, they're gonna be at war. There it is, you know, or something like that. So, my, giving us the freedom to be idiots, giving us the fantastic. W's in, yes. in 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 the, the world, the real, the real national champions, hey, Army, Black, Army Knights. Black Knights. There you go. Shout out to them. Shout out to Jeff Monk and doing an incredible job. This is the college football experience, Army Black Knight style. God bless America. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Do you come from a land down under?